The Fake Show Podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studios in Las Vegas, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, Mr. Antenna, and Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. Every kind of takeout has its own box. Chinese. Pizza. Fun. Nobody has more fun than Blockbuster, so if you want great takeout without the calories, make it a Blockbuster night. It's The Fake Show with Jim Toffee. Welcome back, everybody. Filmmakers Taylor Morden and Zeke Cam have produced a new documentary called The Last Blockbuster, which follows the manager of what they say is the world's sole remaining blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. And for you kids, a blockbuster was something that we had called a video rental store. Sandy Harding is the longtime manager of the blockbuster. Taylor and Zach take us through the history and subsequent rise and fall of this franchise with some special guests. The guys are on the line right now. Taylor and Zeke, good morning to you. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. How are you? Very good, thanks. Uh, welcome and congratulations on the last blockbuster. It was a long process, wasn't it, to get this film made? <laughs> Oh, yeah. It, feels, yeah. it sure feels like it. Three and a half years. Wow. And you've, you've already screened it at the Bend Film Festival, which was a, a drive-in festival? Yeah, we had our world premiere just a few weeks ago at the drive-in, which uh, was oddly fitting given the circumstances and just the yeah. retro vibe of the whole thing. Sold out in two days, so they... They added another show, and that one sold out in six hours. Oh, that's great. So, in other words, the reaction was really good. Real good. People love this film. Very rewarding for us. We all love the convenience of Netflix, Amazon, and the, all, all the other streaming services. But uh, I think most people, at least I do, I get nostalgic thinking about the days when we pick up a movie for our kids, when my wife and I would go out on a date, or my teenage son who worked at a blockbuster. I mean, it, it's just... Just, it brings back so many great memories, doesn't it? It really does. And it feels like if you're in the right age range, it's universal. I don't know yeah. anybody. And you'd think when we were making this film, we would have found some people. But I don't know anybody who didn't go on a Friday or a Saturday and spend a fair amount of time just enjoying the process of looking for a movie. Yeah, and then never coming out with one because there wasn't the one that you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> that all yeah. happened. So who is the lady who owns and manages the last Blockbuster in Bend? The manager of the store is a woman named Sandy Harding. She's the Blockbuster mom. She's basically just this mother figure to all these teenagers who work at the store and who have worked there for the past I think she's been there 17 years now, um, and she's just one of the warmest, kindest, most genuine people you'd ever want to meet. It's My favorite some... part of making this whole whole movie is just that I got to know her so well. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah. and when when she started, there were obviously there were thousands of blockbuster stores around the world still at that point. Yeah, she yeah. started right around the peak. So when she got hired at Blockbuster, it was the behemoth that we all know, you know, it was the number one video rental place. There were 9,000 something stores and she's been on that ride with them down to one store. It's, it's crazy to think about. So is it true that Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix early on? <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Mm -hmm. Netflix pitched them. They had a meeting 
and they said, we want you to buy us. <laughs> and and Netflix laughed them out of the room. They had the arrogance to think nothing could ever take down Blockbuster. You know, guys, I've talked to one of the uh, founders of Netflix in the past. I guess it's a different story from your angle because Netflix apparently isn't the reason that Blockbuster went out of business, uh, most of them anyway. What was the reason? That's absolutely true. Well, you'll have to watch the movie to, to really find out. <laughs> oh. Netflix. It's, it's a little uh, complicated. There's a lot to yeah. it. Yeah. More than and we it's thought. It's really fascinating. There's not like a simple one-word answer. It's sort of a... Well, can you give me two words? ...that chain together. Two words. Uh, bad uh, business. <laughs> okay, right, right. So well, what... Kind of, watch movie. Case study. <laughs> case study and what not to do. So what year did the Bend, Oregon location officially become the last location? Because I keep hearing stories that there's one or two others around the world. Well, in 2018, they became the last one in America. Yeah. Um, and then there was a store in Australia that kind of popped up on our radar. And in 2019, early last year, is when that store closed and they became the last one in the world. Yeah. So they, so they've been the last one for over a year now. Really? Out there sees one and wants to email us and tell us, hey, it's not really the last one. I can see one right here. That yeah. is either a store that they never remove the sign for, or it's someone operating pretending to be a Blockbuster. Because <laughs> we've talked to the people who own Blockbuster, and this is the last one in the world. Uh, the one that they uh, replaced that's about a block from our house here in Las Vegas, it's now an outdoor patio furniture store, and I don't think it's doing any better than the Blockbusters did. <laughs> oh, no. Well, they, well, you... they should combo. They should sell patio furniture and DVDs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You guys really have a great lineup of actors and comedians uh, in the documentary, uh, and some of them actually worked at Blockbusters. Yeah, that's how we yep. found a lot of them. Is we, you know, we did our research and we found out who, who do we know that used to work at a Blockbuster or used to work at a video store because they're going to have the fun stories of you know what it was like working there and how do how do you get from you know renting people copies of Titanic to being in Hollywood movies. What's that right. like? Well, yeah, I guess Quentin Tarantino is the best model of that particular thing because he worked in a video store, right? He did. Yep. And he, and Kevin Smith, who we interview in the, the movie, who mm -hmm. did Clerks, he's right. famous because his first movie was about a video store and he shot it in the video store that he worked in. Yep. <laughs> so it's obvious the locals continue to support the Bend Blockbuster store. Absolutely. If you went in on a Friday or, or a Saturday... There were lots of people in there. I was doing a, a weekly podcast from the store at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, and there, it was never empty. Yeah. I'd be there for a few hours, and it was, it was always a steady stream of people coming in. And I think that uh, Sandy has actually rented the place out uh, Airbnb style. Is that right? Yeah. They're doing an Airbnb promotion next month, and they're renting the store out for three nights for sleepovers, and people can come in, and they get to pick any movies they want, and watch them on an old, you know, one of those big old projection TVs from the 90s on a VCR. It's very, very nostalgic. And we're going to have our movie there for people to watch. So hopefully they'll come in, stay at the store and watch a movie about the store they're staying in. It's very perfect. <laughs> when will the rest of us get to see the movie? Uh, it's coming out December 15th on digital and VOD. And we've got pre-orders for the DVD Blu-ray combo pack, the Blockbuster exclusive which, if I'm not mistaken, is the first Blockbuster exclusive since 2010. <laughs> Blockbuster exclusive DVD 
is going to be up for pre-order on our website, and that'll come out at the end of October. So December 15th digital, end of October for physical copies. Nice. And we only have about a minute left. Quickly tell me about your Project 88, if you could, in that time. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we um, during the pandemic, you know, it was hard to get out and do things. And as a filmmaker, I really needed something creative to do. So I put together this thing where we had people in quarantine from around the world remake Back to the Future 2 using just the things they had on hand. So people would use puppets or animation, and one person even did a scene using only bananas. Uh, <laughs> it's all together. It's up on it's up on YouTube right now. People can watch that for free. It's it's silly, it's fun, it's uh, lots of fun. You know. That is great. Taylor and Zeke's the last blockbuster, as we say. It'll be available for most of us uh, in December. And the Back to the Future Part Two on YouTube, guys. Nice talking to you, and good luck with everything you've got ha- happening in the future. Thanks. Check out our Thanks. website, lastblockbustermovie.com. All right. Bye bye. And that is where you can pre-order, and that other project is really impressive as well, that Project 88, which is on YouTube. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show. I'm Jim Tofty. See you next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.